There you go. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into uh, our fearless beer review. We get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to this week. Uh, that leads into the songs of the week. And then we round it out with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. All the, Follow us on all the social media at Asinine Radio. Subscribe to us, tell all your friends. And uh, that's all I have for the boring, boring intro. So let's uh, let's just drop right into our fearless beer review. What do you got this week, Jeff? Go. I uh, I haven't really gone out and got a lot of beer. So for for whatever reason, I don't know how it was still there, but I have a Pliny. Woo boy! Yeah, I got a Pliny. I got a Pliny. So it's, uh, tonight's a Pliny night. Tonight's a good night. Tonight's a good night. How many, Yeah. How the hell do you have Pliny left? I don't know. Because I brought out. I brought out two. I brought out four, and we drank them while I was out there. Yeah, we drank them back to back. <laughs> I forgot we did drink them back to back. Yeah, bougie bitches, back to back, baby, <laughs> and then right back to the Bud Lights. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, okay, so you have a you have a plenty. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. Uh, so I have something a new beer from a local brewery, Brewery X. Uh, this one is called the Very Hoppy Caterpillar. Um, the liquor store near me always has the new brewery X's because I live right near the brewery. So easy distribution for them, I guess. And, uh, this is a IPA West coast series, 7% ABV. It's a play on the very hungry caterpillar that, that children's story when we were kids. Remember that, that book? Of course I do. Yeah. So it's that it has the little caterpillar on it, but with hops as its body instead of, um, it's normal caterpillar body. So yeah, it's cool, man. It's uh, it's a it's a cool little, I don't want to say throwback, but homage, I guess, to it. A little bit of both, I guess. A little yeah. bit of both, yeah. Sure. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited to try this once again. Um, Brewery X, they tend to brew really good beer, so I'm ready to start drinking. I'm ready to get this going and yeah. uh, have a good time. So, you ready? I didn't hold on. I haven't opened mine yet. Oh, I oh my, my God. bottle opener beer. I don't have a glass. Oh my god! So I'm gonna. I guess I'll uh, talk a little bit more. No, I can't my, even uh, open it. My very hoppy yeah. caterpillar pours a nice golden, nice golden yellow. Um, some good bubblies in there. You know, not too much. Doesn't look flat at all. Good, decent head on top that uh, hasn't dissipated yet. So well, it looks looks it pretty it good. Well, pretty good. No floaties. I don't see any floaties. So oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah! Look at this Pliny right here coming in, coming in hot. Which was a blind hot. pig, but that's all right. Eh, Pliny's better. I don't make the rules. Oh yeah. Okay, now I'm ready. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Oh, good thing. Mmm. 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 All right, Jeff. Um, so let's give a uh, let's give our 
our thoughts on our beers and then rate it based off of our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So what do you got on your plenty that you haven't already said before? I know. I was thinking, pl- plenty's becoming like the, the, the beer of the pot here. Seriously. It's and you don't even uh, get it out there. I know. It has I to know. be, you know, smuggled, smuggled out to Arizona to cross yeah. the border with that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it's, I haven't said it before. It's, it's good. It's great. It's fantastic. It's consistent. It's everything you want from it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Jerry. Said it once, said it, said it a thousand times. So what do you give it, a perfect three out of three? Uh, I give it 2.9 just because I think Blind Pig's a little bit better. <laughs> You're exhausting. That's okay. what you are. All right, well. It's a three out of three. Plenty of the Elder is a three out of three. Well, if everything's perfect, then like nothing is perfect, right? <sighs> that, that makes no fucking sense. If everything is perfect, then like what makes it all perfect? If, if everything's great, then Not everything is, is perfect. Well, you That's give everything perfect scores. No, I don't. I rarely give out a perfect three out of three. It's not even Halloween yet, and you're fucking handing them out like two candy. I don't understand. <laughs> I, <Got> do, <laughs> I do like how more and more people are starting to adopt our three-point rating system. More specifically, friend of the pod, Ryan, who was so against using the three-point rating system... But he's been doing it lately. Have you noticed in our group chat? Of course. That's the only way to me responds. And <laughs> because he's, he wants to skip the middle ground of like, I don't understand your rating system. I don't, I don't get where <laughs> we do that. So he skips that part just so we can start talking about how we rated it. That's true. That's a good point. I, I don't understand the, the other rating systems. The only rating system that makes sense is the, the three-point rating system. That is correct. And I will argue with anybody about that. <sighs> as, as as friend of the pod Phil has pointed out, it's not really a three point rating rating system. It's a three hundred uh, point rating system because we give out decimal points. So but it's still not. That's still not a three hundred. That's because we're rating things essentially zero out of three hundred. One point seven five is one hundred seventy five out of three hundred. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, that's that's annoying, <laughs> Phil. Why do you do that shit? <laughs> Don't ruin this for us. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, Owen oh two. Uh, my brewery X beer, the very hoppy caterpillar. This is good. This is good, man. This is a good IPA. This is a. Uh, it's not. It's, it has the right amount of bitterness, the hoppiness, not malty. It's smooth as hell. Oh, this is this is a good beer. This is a good, well balanced IPA, West Coast IPA. So good on you, brewery X. I'm gonna give this a. I'm gonna give this a two point seven five. 2.75 out of three. Okay. This is solid okay. stuff. 7%. And this is brand new because, I mean, this is just added to Beer Advocate on August 2nd. So what is that, a week ago? Or eh, like two weeks ago almost. But uh, so it's brand new. No reviews, no ratings yet on, on Beer Advocate. So uh, no role this week for me. Right. But he's done plenty and, you know, we've read his reviews before. So we don't need to revisit that unless you really want to. I don't. Okay. Only for new stuff. All right. So, yeah, 2.75 for me, 2.9 for you. And uh, that's all I got for the Fearless Beer Review. We good? That's uh, that's it. That's all. Yeah. Okay. That's the end of the episode. Thank you all for listening. Have a good night. Um, yeah. No, let's uh, let's get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we listened to, stuff, uh, some new stuff we got this week. And like I said, that leads into the songs of the week. So what do you got this week, Jeff? Go. Uh, just going through, not really backlog, but... Um, Stuff I don't know. It's stuff in my collection. I really bought any vinyl. 
except for subscription stuff. And some stuff came in today. So that'll be for next week. But, uh... I mean, I actually, before we move on, do we want to talk about the thing? Yeah, we can talk about it now. Because uh, right. if we talk about so, it now, then it for sure has to happen. Okay, well, let's talk about it. So we got very, very big news from Jeff. What's going on? What, what's happening? We've been hinting at it for, for a little while now. What, uh, what, what's going on? What yes. are you doing? Some, some friends of the pod caught on, but... Um, there will be a new record store in, in the Phoenix, Arizona area, and it will be a record store run by yours truly. You can't see me, but I'm putting two thumbs towards myself. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. A new so record check, store. Check it out. You know, they have the Instagram. And well, what's the name of the record store? It's called Desert Grooves. Desert Grooves Records. And it's um, honestly, ChatGBT was our friend with this one. It did a lot for us with our name and, and a lot of our our menial website tasks. And mm-hmm. and much like our, our boy Chad Colchin, I jumped on board. We jumped on board with the chat GBT and it helped out. It really did. So that's where we got Desert Grooves from was chat GBT. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The logo too, right? Yeah, pretty much. Just, yeah. just thinking of like the most generic kind of record store logo you can possibly think of and that's what we got <laughs> it, it looks like a bot account to be honest like the like the genericness of it all looks kind of looks like a bot account <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i guess maybe a little bit a little bit yeah september 1st is our our, our expected grand opening date and then we'll mm-hmm. have our discog store open at some point so you know friends of the pod reach out for some mad hookups yeah then, exactly uh, you know i don't know so yeah, and goes. also go follow on Instagram. I think the handle is just Desert Grooves, right? Yeah, we also took Desert Grooves Records because some other record stores around here have been getting hacked. And, and by hacked, I mean like like fake accounts. So oh, Stinkweeds, yeah. Stinkweeds is a record store that's been around for a while. But they had a, a an account. Their account's called Stinkweeds. And I think they have another account. Or the hacked account was called Stinkweeds Records. And they're posing as Stinkweeds and look the same. And so we we just took Desert Grooves records. Nobody could pretend to be us. Very nice. Very nice. So, yeah, go follow on Instagram, Desert Grooves. I know you guys have already posted a couple things already. Um, what's coming out on the on September 1st. Some good stuff. Some stuff I contributed to the store, too. Yeah. Gave, uh, what, I think I, what, two, three hundred records? There was the a lot. There, there yeah, was good stuff. There's some goodies in there. There's some goodies in there. I kept some, some good too. Stuff. What did you end up keeping? I kept the chili peppers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one that I kind of regret giving away. <laughs> it's or pretty, giving pretty to you. good. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, yeah. check it out. We're, we're obviously going to promote it on this podcast because why the hell not? And um, But, yeah, go follow it. Support, you know, local local record stores and record stores in general. Keep the shit alive. So yeah. if anybody's in the Phoenix area, go check out the store. It's going to be sick. Stop yeah, by, yeah. yeah. Come say what's up. I say what's up. You say what's up. We we'll say what's up. What's up? If you Let's ever wanted it. to meet Jeff, if you ever wanted to meet Jeff, <laughs> yeah. you can go meet him in person. He'll even give out autographs too, pictures maybe, a couple selfies. So I'll do whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> there are no there are no rules. Oh shit. Okay. Cool. So, like I said, we'll talk about it more in the future future episodes. But uh, let's get back into it. Let's get into vinyl. I guess. Yeah, right? been to so, vinyl. Vinyl's the big thing here. So the vinyl stuff, um, this will. So everything that we talk about on this episode, if you want to 
listen along to what we're talking about. There is a playlist, a Spotify playlist in the description of the episode because we no longer are allowed to play songs on the podcast. So follow along if you want. It's The playlist is there. So what do you got this week, Jeff? Go. Uh, so the first thing I did was I listened to I listened to all my Velvet Underground stuff. And so I have, I have all of them except for the one. Um, that last one? Yeah, that last one. I have, I have Nico. I have this one white light white heat and then self-titled and then loaded and i went through all of them and so this 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 week i, I really connected with sister ray and then also just the album white light white heat that's not my favorite velvet underground album but this week kind of just hit me a little bit harder this is their their 17 minute epic it is <laughs> it is perfect it, it is unreal how great this song Whoa. is there's so many different parts of this song that are just bonkers and fucking weird and they just doing their own thing that just no one had really done at this time. And this is not even like 1970 yet. So this is pretty, pretty good. It's something. It's something. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's 17 minutes. The last, like I did, I did listen to the whole thing. Um, yeah. That the last like five minutes is just a lot of noise, a lot of noise. Damn. Every once in a while I would drop into like, you know, back to that folky thing, but yeah, there's was, was a ton of noise on this on this song. It wasn't terrible though. It really, really wasn't terrible. But I, I mean, I have the one Velvet Underground record, and I'm good. I don't ever need anything more from this band because they are you have, overrated. You have the the self title. Whoa! Oh God! Let's this is ask what you have first, and then get into that horrible <laughs> comment that you just made. So you you, you have their self title, right? That's yes, I do. Did I you do. buy it new, used? What, what, what copy do you have? I bought it new. I bought it new. Because yeah. I got an OG baby first press. Damn, how much was that? It came in a lot. Actually, it came in a lot that oh, I bought shit. with a bunch of Grateful Dead stuff. And this is how I found out about the Velvet Underground. Just because I was like, okay, this fucking guy likes the Grateful Dead this much. Then I'll, I'll spin this. And uh, I mean, it's beats of shit. And there's a lot of noise. But damn, dude, it's a fucking first press. Yeah, that's pretty mm. rad. How much did those go for? A couple hundred? Yeah, at least. Fucking stuff. Easy. Stupid, dude! My Nico, Stupid. I paid one thirty for it. One thirty for it? Yeah, it's got That's, a fully yeah. unpeeled banana. It's not a first press, but it's it's an early second press. So that's still cool. I mean, if I guess if you like that shit, that's dude, cool. it's got the unpeeled banana. Like, come on, you never see the fucking unpeeled banana. I got a killer deal for mine too. Actually, the guy I'm opening the record store with cut me this deal with this one. Nice. Well, shout out, shout him out. Who is it? Yeah, David, baby. You showed up as if that makes a difference to the billions and billions of David on this <laughs> planet Earth. I don't even know if David listens to the podcast. As if like our listeners are sitting there. Oh yeah, David. I know David. Oh, yeah, I know sure. David. Yeah, yeah. He's a cool, guy. He's a cool yeah. dude. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Good for you guys. <laughs> Whatever. And okay, let's get into the how you oh, think the shit. Velvet Underground are fucking overrated. So let's. Uh, we we did a whole episode on it. You're right. I I think you you got your, gonna... your your ass chewed for that one um, continuously on that episode <laughs> because to say to say the Velvet Underground are underrated is is that's wrong. If anything, well, they're overrated. That's what I said. You're right. That's what you said. But if anything, they are underrated. They are not talked about well, enough in common circles. Well, that's that's not true, dude. Well, God damn, this band is just so friggin' good. Oh, by the way, people listening. Um, if anybody ever wants to go back and listen to old episodes, I am putting them up. I'm putting them back up on on all the streaming sites. It's taking me a while, but I'm doing it slowly but surely. I think I'm. I think I've put back out up through last September. All the episodes from now until last September are back up. 
So I still have another two years worth of episodes that I'm re-uploading to, to all the streaming sites. So eventually you can go back and listen to that Velvet Under- Underground episode. Mm, but So good. God, I don't, I, don't, I don't fucking understand how you think that band is even just right. like adequately rated. They're just... Let alone Lou over. Reed is... I just don't get Lou Reed. I don't get it at all. What I, don't you get? Uh, that... But see, that's why that's why the self-titled one is so much better than Nico is because it, you have that, I forgot the guitar player's name, the new guy, the new guitar player who actually did a, a lot of the songwriting with Lou Reed. And it's like, it just shows that like, dude, Lou Reed is not that good. This guy, this other, what the fuck is his name? Dude, who am I talking about? So I'm not going to say that, that he's not that good. I'm going to say that he is that great because uh, like, what do you, what, what do you expect from him as like a guitarist? I'm not. I'm not expecting like crazy, crazy guitar playing. I'm just saying like the songs in general. I don't think the un, the Velvet Underground songs are that strong. I really even, don't. Even on that song title, he wrote most of the songs. Lou Reed, guitar, are you sure? It was. It was. Uh, but I, I. I think you like Loaded though, right? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Because John John Cale was was the I think the original dude, and then they had that that dude Sterling come in for. What the second and third? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but I don't. Dude, no, 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 no. They are not right, so, so, what other uh, bullshit do you have coming up? That is that is completely wrong. Here we go with this one. You hate this one too, <laughs> didn't you? I hated this one. Yeah. So, so the next one I have is Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's Bob Dylan. Because of my pick of the week, I I got into a really big folk thing. So I was just I was listening to a ton of my folk section that I've neglected outside of Neil Young for a long time. And they're just like, damn, I have a lot of good. My personal collection is full of a lot of bangers, okay? I don't know about yours. Actually, I do know about yours. Yours is not full of a lot of bangers. But my personal collection <laughs> is full of a lot of bangers. And this is one collection. of them. I've seen enough, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen enough. The Times They Are Changing, this is his third album. This is 64. This is my favorite album by him. This is one that we almost did in the pod. But I asked you if oh, you hated right. it. And then we yeah. changed it to the other one. Because you probably hate this one. Um, this yeah, song, I didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> this song is my favorite Bob Dylan song. This is the song that got me into, that really got me like dive deep into Bob Dylan, the lonesome death of Hattie Carroll. And this is the first album that he did where he wrote all of the songs. So, you know, he had some covers and some, some, what, what do you call them? Like, uh, interpolations. Uh, they're like mainstays, right? Like, like, like black Betty. Like that's like a, a, stand, a standard, a standard. He, there was a lot of standards on his first couple albums. Yeah. This is the first one that he did where he, it was all, it was all him. It was all original. And dude, the stuff that he covers here, just in this one song, he's just, you're talking about like racism, poverty, just, just everything is here in just one song. And this is a guy that, this is 1964 from this fucking white dude that has a shitty voice and can barely play guitar from like the, the middle <laughs> of the country. Terrible. But God damn, if this guy is not, he he is the best songwriter of all time. That is just that is there. So there wrong. is no so there wrong. is no there's no if ands or buts. There is no argument. There is nothing anybody could ever say to make me think otherwise. No way. He is the greatest <laughs> songwriter of all time. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. And I this really song don't. is just so fucking good. Did you, did you not like this song at all? No. And then when that harmonica hit, oh my god. Oh, I've got to hear like the next song. Okay, that's fine. So I was listening to this the Bob Dylan song while I was eating dinner, and uh, and Tammy said, 
ew, is this Bob Dylan? Is this what you guys are doing on the podcast today? This is terrible. So she did. What, say is that she, what the fuck does she even know about anything? Okay. <laughs> no, no, and no. All right. All right. That's silly boy talk. Oh, it's true. It's so good. All right. So what else you got? That's it. The, the last thing I have here is this, is this guy named Terry Telson and his album While in Exile. This was uh, originally yeah, like 1975. This guy is born and raised in Chicago. He was a folk guitarist, kind of like tired of the scene in Chicago, came out to Arizona and then settled on on Prescott, but I think the locals call it Prescott, Prescott, Arizona. And this album came in, came came about because he was tired of the music scene at the time and literally shut himself away in a cabin in Prescott for like three years and like didn't have any con like contact with the outside world outside of like the ranchers that were in the area in the early 70s. And then eventually wrote this album just because he he just hated he hated what he had become in the music scene. And the only reason why I know about this guy is because working at Rock This Town Records, this dude came in and he started this this label called Skull Valley Records, which are based out of Phoenix. And this guy's aim is to essentially release like one album. Oh, I remember this guy. Every like three or four months about an obscure kind of like Phoenix based artist. And he gave us a copy of this. And I was like, what do you want me to do with this? Do you like, I don't know what to do with this. And like, do we sell it? Do we not sell it? But he had went around to all the record stores out here. Like I saw Desi had one at Uncle Aldo's Attic. Grace had one. Everybody had one. So that was cool. Um, clearly nobody bought them because they were still sitting there. But uh, I don't know, man. I will say I, I, I wasn't hesitant about listening to this, but I put this in the back of my backlog just because I was, I don't know. I, you I know just, nothing about it. I don't know nothing about it. Yeah, but I will tell you, man, I was fucking blown away, blown away by how great this album was. Blown away, absolutely blown away. Have you listened to any of the other things that this guy has released, or not? Not this artist, but the the record label guy. This is this is the only thing they've done so far that he's done so really? far. I felt like this was like a couple of years ago. This was no, this was this year, just early this year. Oh. I think I think he needs to get like funding and people need to buy the record because like he's charging thirty bucks for it, which is like Oops. a steep price to pay. Yeah. But I I will say after this like I love what this dude is doing. I think like like bringing back these old guys that have fallen into obscurity into like the forefront, repressing their stuff, giving them a part of this money now because this guy doesn't even own the, the his his rights anymore. But now he can get money from these vinyl pressings. I think everything this guy's doing for Skull Valley Records is absolutely amazing, and he's yeah. doing God's work for sure. And anything that he puts out next, I'll buy. I don't thirty bucks. I don't care. I'll buy it because it's pretty is, cool. This is fucking rad. Yeah, it's a really really cool idea. Um, what do you think about? The, did you like the song though? Not really. I, I just, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I thought I could get you with that, with that synth sound in the back. That kind of like like quick little synth thing because it's a little little psychedelic sounding, but it's still it's still I mean it's just it's folk music. It's yeah, it's it's just not my thing. I just don't really care for the style. Uh, I would say this is uh, this is one of those records that that I I finished it and I was like nah, we got we got to do this again and I put it on again. <laughs> no, we got to do was, this again. <laughs> I was like, nah, I I wasn't even paying attention that much. I was playing Zelda kind of, so I had to put it down and just stare at the wall and be like, okay, let me soak let me soak this in. <laughs> Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. God damn, this was this was unreal. This was so fucking good. 
I mean, it's it's what you would expect from a from a you know folk music, but I mean, I just like it's this not guy. My, it's not my scene. Not my thing. Dude, this guy just has like this this way of singing to where it's 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 passionate, but it's kind of like toned back a little bit like you could tell he's kind of like reining it in he's he's taming the horses you know he could kind of let loose but there's a subtle like sadness in his voice and even the music too like the chords he's using the progressions how he's like singing on top of the chords there's a subtle sadness and i think it's, it's just so good yeah. so i've been pressed one time before this and that was in 1975 is this guy still alive i don't know i can't find anything about him other than that yeah. Did you, did you have to create the Discogs page? No, was, I think I think I think Skull Valley Records created it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's so cool. Though. I I just thought I that whole thing that whole idea is awesome. And there's only 300 copies of this thing made. Like I will, like no matter what this dude puts out, I, even if I end up selling it or purging it, I'll buy anything from Skull Valley Records because I like what he's doing. Yeah. Does he have an Instagram person that you follow? He does. He has an Instagram. If you look at the Discogs page, he also has like a Discogs page. And then, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that was fine. It was fine. It's cool that it's on on the streaming sites too. That is pretty cool. So people... Weird. So if people want to listen, you can go listen in the playlist. That's that's in the description. So go check it out. Do you have anything else? Uh, No, that's it. That's all. All right, so I got a couple uh, couple things in my backlog done uh, this week. Well, actually, one of them is from my backlog, but so we'll just start with that one. It's uh, it's Meshuga. Uh This is a metal fucking kind of gent extreme, not extreme, like death metal band. Been around for a long time now. Uh, this record is their their latest record, their twelfth record. Came out in twenty twenty two, called Immutable, and. Um, I mean, I like this band just to kind of put in, put on in the background. They're just, to me, as heavy as heavy as it is, it like it's like calming. Like it's to me, it's good background music. Like I don't, I feel like I don't really need to to focus or really listen, even though like some of the music is, like, especially the drumming is like super complicated and shit and fucking insane. But I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Is this band is so weird to me? I really, really enjoy listening to them. And this record was only 15 bucks. Got it used at Rhino Records a few months ago. And um, I don't know. I just thought it was good. It's just good, good death metal music. Solid I think that's, stuff. That's a fair statement. Like, it's good background music. Like, I don't, I don't know. Friend of the Pod Sloan listens to a lot of really, really bad, like, black metal and just heavier, heavier things. And I've I've, I've come to realize, like, Unless it's a band that I, I've already known, that I know, that I've, I can connect with. The same thing, like, kind of over and over gets drowned out by, like, the monotony of it all. So yeah. I can either only take, like, Mashuga, for instance, because I don't know too much about him. Just a f- couple songs over the years. I can only take, like, one or two songs at a time. Or I can take them if I'm watching them live. In a live setting, I can pretty much sit through anything. But, like, <laughs> if I'm listening on Spotify... I can only do like one or two songs. Otherwise, it's like, oh my God, again with this fucking thing. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, to me, it's just good background music. It's And it's like calming. This kind of music is calming to me. It's like also when I listen to Animals as Leaders, even though I think they're a better band, it's like, 
I could listen to all their records and just be just have it on in the background and just having a good time. Just I don't know. I it's, I guess maybe I'm turning my brain off a little bit. I, I have no idea. I have no. I think idea. you have to because a lot of some of this music, even from these bands that are super successful. I mean, the same like complaint is had with with like hip hop artists and like Eminem's discography and, and Blink stuff that people say, oh, it just sounds the same. Like, so does this shit. <laughs> I know, right? Like, fuck off, dude. It's like a lot of these albums sounds exactly the fucking same. They do. And I understand, you know, the complexity of the actual songs and what they're playing is crazy with different time signatures and all that. And I get it. Like, I totally get it. But throw some melody in there, man. <laughs> do something. It's- at least with animals as leaders, like they're to me, even though they're, they're an instrumental band, there is a lot of melody in the guitar playing. But with a band like Meshuggah, there's no, there's no, there's nothing really there. It's just heavy and just heavy fucking music. Every song but, I've ever heard by Meshuggah sounds like this. Like it's not bad. I enjoyed it. It was cool. I don't remember anything about it, and I couldn't pick up on any kind of melody while I was going. But like I did enjoy it. And it was good. Exactly. My variant too. The variant makes no sense. It's it's like this sky blue marble does not match the the cover at whatsoever because the cover <laughs> is like a guy on fire, black background. <laughs> Nothing about the light or the sky blue marble matches at all. This is also a European press, um, so it's nope. it's actually. I mean, I paid fifteen bucks for it, but it goes for like fifty bucks online on Discogs. So I you know what a steal. What a steal. There you go. There you go. Can't complain about that. And um, this is not this is one I've talked about on the pod before. I got it last year. This is Queens of the Stone Age, their self-titled record. I got this record right before they repressed it, like probably a month or two months before it got repressed last year. So, so this is a bootleg copy. It's a red variant, which is cool. Whatever. Uh, I really do love this record, but I put this on after Meshuggah. And seriously, the quality of this is shit. So is it really, I'm gonna be purging it. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's extremely quiet, and there are no dynamics to it. Like it's just, at least on the Damn. first side, it's weird. The first side is super quiet, um, and 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 yeah, no no dynamics whatsoever. And then you put on side B, and then all of a sudden it's super fucking loud, but it's like an abrasive loud. Like it's nothing's balanced about this about side B. So and weird. This is also an album that should be on two LPs because the album is a little bit longer. So that's another, you know, downside of it. And even even maxi, I maxed. I mean, I don't have the greatest bookshelf speakers, but whatever. When you max it out, it's still f- pretty fucking loud. But with this record, dude, it was just it. It was it's, it's a terrible pressing, terrible terrible bootleg. So I'm gonna purge it. I'm gonna buy an official copy. Because I mean, because you have you have an actual you have um, like the the reissue. Yeah, right? yeah, it was like With thirty bucks. It was still kind of expensive. Yeah, but I mean, it's a solid fucking record, and it sounds, oh, it sounds good, great. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I I gotta I gotta get a new copy of it at the re, of that repress, and then purge this one. So I'll probably bring it to Desert Grooves and have you guys deal with it. Oh, we'll sell anything, baby. Sell anything. Yep. So. I don't know. That's what I got for this week. Um, got anything else? Uh, no, that's that's it. That's all. All right. Some new songs that came out this week. Uh, we start with this brand new band called Dead Icarus. This is, uh, this is a band from ex-vocalist Alex Varkatsis, Varkatsis from Atreyu. 
Uh, he was fired from Atreyu in 2020 uh, for who knows why. And Atreyu has gone on to put on put out some really shit music. And Alex comes back with this new band. And it's not the greatest, but it's pretty fucking solid. Like, it's it's aggressive. It's kind of more like in the Swedish metal kind of thing, which they, ne- they never did in Atreyu. And so it was kind of cool hearing that. Parts of it reminded me of soil work a little bit. But I like his voice. It's a very unique voice within the metalcore scene or within the really any scene that has screaming. He has a very distinctive voice. And uh, and I really like this. I like this song a lot. And I a tra- I saw it first to Treyu's Instagram was like flooded with like, oh, check out Alex's new band, like all on, on all of Atreyu's new posts. And then <laughs> I, noticed, I think they started to delete comments and shit. Cause everybody oh was talking God. about it. Yeah. So petty. Yeah. Very, very petty. So, yeah. Dude, what, this is way better than anything that we've heard from Atreyu in the past several years. Mm-hmm. And I like this. I thought this was cool. It was fun. It was like that double bass wasn't super fast, but it had like, it was kind of like rhythmic. That do, 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 yeah. do, 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 do. It was just fast enough to be like, Oh, that's a cool little double bass, but he probably could do it with one foot anyway. I thought, this, I thought the song was fun. It was fun and exciting. Yeah. It's like I a five it. minute song. It has some good, guitar leads a little guitar solo and he sounded great like vocal wise yeah he i mean he still kills it. i mean he's been doing this since the late 90s he still sounds exactly like he did back then it's pretty cool it's like i said i like his i like his his voice it's very distinct very noticeable in the scene so yeah dead icarus new album's gonna be coming out i i guess in a few months um go check it out Support local music, support uh, independent artists. Go do that. Check it out. Especially if you like Atreyu, you'll probably like this. Or good Atreyu, I should say. Because even the last album that Alex was on, that Inner Wake record, was fucking horseshit. It was terrible. But Alex was barely on it. I think they were like trying to kick him out of the band. But anyway, that's a whole other thing we can get into with Atreyu at, at another time. Yeah, that'd be fun to do. Well, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so this other thing, Bullets and Octane, they put out another new song, Believe in the Lie. It was, <laughs> eh, eh. I, I, okay, so here, here's what I get. Here's what I got with this one. Okay. I like what they're, I like what they're doing, but I don't like how they did it. I like, I like how this is more fun and kind of like bouncy and it drops into that chorus and the chorus is really explosive and it's, it's just fun. I just don't like, I don't like this song. Okay. I like what they're, th- I like where your head's at. That's I what totally, I think. yeah, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's and just, it's still like rock and roll sounding. It is, but I don't also don't remember what it sounds like right now. I have no I, idea. I what don't. This I don't. I don't like. either. I don't either. <laughs> but I, I I remember distinctly like holy shit, dude! Like the way you guys dropped in this chorus was super fun. Like it built up a little bit and like dropped this into this pit, and then we're all just bouncing, and moshing, and having a good time, and smiling and goofing off. Yeah, but yeah. This, the song was a. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's much better than the last song they put out that 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 um that pirates thing that they were doing, the pirate shanty thing. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was that so was terrible. Yeah, that was fucking awful. But uh, yeah, go check it out. Check out these songs. Check out the playlist. Just repress the, the revelry. My God, who? Or if just you want to make fucking it. money? Just repress the fucking. They've, uh, they've never they pressed never even it. it. The only rec- they've only pressed one of their records, and that was like one of their new ones. So their Jesus first two Christ. records, which I think they should repress, the, or they should press the first two records, the revelry and the revelry and in the mouth of the young, they should definitely press. I don't know why they don't. It's stupid. Do press. like five hundred. Do five hundred yeah. of each or three hundred of each even. Because you know that shit's 30, not going to sell. Bucks. Yeah, 
Because if you, you know, push five hundred at thirty bucks, that'll sell out. I don't know. Bullets aren't that. Uh, they have they have enough. They had a, dude. They had a if solid this was, following. Though. If this is two thousand six, two thousand seven, then for sure it would sell out. But now, but all I those people are know. our age, and what what like people our age buy like the most of is like nostalgia. Like we spend a lot mm. of money on nostalgia, and everybody that went to any of those shows is going to buy the Revelry on Tra- vinyl for thirty I bucks. I mean, That's yeah, look at our record money. collection. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll reach out to Gene, the singer. Yeah. Just do what I him. just do what I tell you to do. It's not hard. Just do what I fucking tell you to do. I'm at, I'll, you know, I'll actually DM him and, and ask him, hey, you guys should really think about pressing the revelry and the, the second album too. Let's just see what he says. I, I bet it's because, I, you know, I bet they haven't done it because they, they probably don't want to pay out the band members because they've burned so many bridges, or at least Gene has. It's rock and roll, I'm baby. sure that's why they, they, they've never pressed it. But whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. So, do we have anything else on this episode? No, that's, uh, again, that's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, subscribe to us, tell all your friends, follow us on social media, and stay tuned for the main episode, because it's going to be all about Sublime. So, oh, God damn it. that's it. That's all. Really, what we got?